Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sans Pants Radio, slightly obsessed with Judd Nelson. Because some cities just need a live show or a bit of maintenance themselves, and if ever there was a city in need of a maintenance, it would be the Harbour City, Sydney, with its weird roads and confusing hills that sneak up on you. Anyway, um, us dickheads are coming to Sydney, so join myself, Gabe, Carney, and Drob for our first show outside of Melbourne. Uh, We'll be at Knox Street Bar in Sydney on Thursday, the 16th of November. If you are a Sans Pants Plus member, you get a 20% discount using a special code that you will receive. If you are not a Sans Pants Plus member and you would like a 20% discount, well, then you need to become a Sans Pants Plus member. You can listen to our shows, our extra content, get discounts on shit, talk to us, all the fun stuff. Anyway, uh, Sydney, we're going to be in yet Thursday, 16th November. Buy your tickets at sanspantsradio.com forward slash live. See you, dickheads. Welcome to Movie Maintenance, where some films just need fixing. I'm Kath. I'm Handsome Tom. I'm Gabe. And this week we're going to be talking about High School Musical. Okay, that's a really short episode. Thanks, guys. Cool. All um, done. <laughs> that was a really quick fix because it's perfect. No more fucking with perfection. I, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, this is not Baby Driver. High School Musical, let's be clear. Flawless piece of cinema. Oh. Ironically, not has even some of the greatest musical moments of- in cinema history. Has some like, of the yeah. greatest moments, full stop, in cinema history. So why yeah. are we here, Kat? Yeah. Has some of the why greatest are moments. Are, are you in just my gonna? Life? Are you just writing out um, Gabby's shit friend character? <laughs> What's her name, Tom? Uh, well, <laughs> What's her name? Anyone? Gabe, do you know? <laughs> no, I don't. And Tr- and Troy's shit friend. Uh, that's, 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 I don't know. Not the actor's name. I know the actor's uh, name because he was in Hannah Montana one time. Corbin Bleu. his name? Yeah, um, he has a great name. Yes, Corbin like Bleu. Dessert. What's his character's name? Uh, uh, is it Chad? Oh, yeah. I say Chad. Yeah. No, no, that, that actually, I actually didn't know. I was just like, well that's done. an American jock's name, I'm right? That's what so we call I'm so impressed because I did not know either of the names. I had to Google them. Uh, can I buzz in on... Gabby's friend, Vanessa Hudgens' friend, yes. the superfluous character who's just pointless. Yes. Uh, her name is Taylor. What's her deal? Uh, her deal is she's just shit. She, like she, <laughs> she wears a green sweater. She literally no, no, that's Kelsey, isn't it? No, the piano. What? She piano has chick? a deal. She plays piano. She yeah. has her like thing. Uh, no, Taylor's deal is that she's like science or something, but she's also just like she's she, indiscriminate intelligent. She is, but she's like very dumb for indiscriminate intelligent and she's purely there to be Chad's <laughs> girlfriend but they're just wrong for one another just yeah it's just like in the last film when Ryan ends up with Kelsey and it's like no no Ryan's gay like let's yes. right, Ryan let's, right, that, that, that Disney, was that made you, you so angry it was like oh yep we're just gonna ignore the fact that he dressed like a sailor for three fucking films <laughs> also, um, or was super fucking gay I actually remember something from the time that is going to speak a lot to the time these films were coming out mm-hmm. and to Disney at the time. And, you know, Disney's all inclusivity now. Well, what's his I, name as the first gay character in Beauty and the Beast? Not in Beauty yeah. and on Disney. What's his name? Um, uh, Le, Le, Fou? Le Josh Fou? Gad. Josh yeah, Gad. Josh Gad. Well, well, no, you go. Oh, yeah. So just quickly on the, um, on the Ryan note, I remember in 2009 that actor was in Milk. And yep. there was this whole thing where on his website, he made it, and his website, obviously it was geared towards kids. He made a statement about milk and it was talking about the importance of Harvey Milk and the importance mm. of the film and all of this stuff. Then there was a, a part where he goes, now I want everyone to understand that just because I'm playing a gay character doesn't yeah. mean that I'm gay. He was gay. like, I have a girlfriend, and, I'm not gay. I no, he turns Whoa. out he was gay. Oh, is he? Oh yeah, yeah. no, that came out. Super uh, made, secret he gay. Didn't, he didn't say that. It was, it was extremely no obviously was surprised, Kath. It was like, Disney being like, yeah. you have to make this statement. 
to be like, this is the character and this is me because we don't want the wholesome kids who are fans of High School Musical to know that you're gay. The fact that the fact that yeah, they made him straight when he had been, they, they'd played up to the gay well, yeah, they were cashing stereotypes so badly. It was like that's bullshit. They were cashing in on that culture without actually even acknowledging it. It's fucking. It's I mean, like cultural appropriation. I think like it seems. Yeah. it's fucked up. Whatever it well, is, it's, whatever it is, it's weird because like not only was that character a walking stereotype, but then you took away the one thing that like. Yeah, the one stereotype that he kind of was embodying. It's, yeah, just... But we all know. know. See, as, like, people who, who watched High School Musical in high school, we all knew he was the OG original first Disney gay character. No, absolutely not. I knew he was gay, and um, I think you... OG, like, hang on, hang on. You're talking about, like, OG, like, gay character in a Disney film? Yeah. That role has been taken by Scar, my friend. Oh, yeah, I mean, I never picked it, He though. literally I mean, I mentioned something now. about how him and his brother have very different tastes, and he talks <laughs> a lot like this. But Jeremy Irons talks a lot like that. But I'm a very gay lion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. So should we just, like, before we dive into into whatever magic Kath has wrought on High School Musical, mm. what, what is our experience slash knowledge of this franchise? Pretty good. It's probably uh, better than yeah, it should Tom, be. For all of us. Great tell. Oh. Uh, mine's pretty good. Uh, I may have played the role of Chad in a production of High School Musical once, mm. so I'm very familiar with the songs and the characters' names. That's why I know Taylor's name, because I played Chad. Oh, fuck. You've got an excuse, though. As, yeah, yeah. As an actor who has physically and mentally embodied the character of Chad, I would like to know this. What's his deal? Uh, Chad doesn't like rocking the boat, because mm. uh, deep down he's he's very insecure, I'm afraid. <laughs> does, does Chad dance? Not chance. <laughs> oh, that is like the dramatic question of the films. What a good that's is that the best song in the, it's, in oh, the franchise? It's the best <laughs> in the franchise. Oh no 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 scream in the third film. I'm oh, not gonna sing it, but yeah. you know the song. I, I feel like by the end of this podcast, we're somebody's all gonna, gonna have, have a bit of a sing. I know I'm sung. gonna sing. I know I have a feeling y'all are gonna have a bit of a sing. Oh, are we? Well, I'm halfway uh, through a glass of rum, so we'll see what happens. Tom, you performed it, so I feel like... I did, I did. I had to get good at dancing with the basketball because we had to do <gasps> all the... Did you do the, the game. Yeah, no, so it was a, a very... Like, it wasn't the routine from the film. We had to learn how to dance with basketballs. It Tom, was very difficult because I... Is there a recording of this? There, there exists a DVD. <gasps> Where does that, this DVD exist? Uh, it exists at my parents' house in Grovedale, Geelong. I just revealed my parents' suburb. Oh. Ah. <laughs> Can we can we do a movie maintenance talks loudly over films of Tom's DVD oh of High god. School Musical? Oh my god! How, how I, I don't know if I'm, I'm I can be around for that. How susceptible to bri- uh, bribery are your parents? Yeah, look, my mum loves cats, so if you just bought her a cat, she'd she'd give you. Are you kidding me? I love cats. This is win win win. I have to try to find that DVD. Win for the and cat do what as well. Gabe did with all the embarrassing photos of him, which was what burned them, or just <laughs> is that what you did? I'm not talking about where they are. I don't need to be able to find the fragments. I know this. I feel like you told me once that there's a, a, a homemade short film that you made in your room somewhere. Well, it's on my computer in my room. In your room, encrypted. Mm. By which I mean hidden. In One a day in a is the folder not porn? Is that because that, yeah. that's a good folder? <laughs> um, no, no. There is a, there is a DVD recording of me in High School Musical. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was a good time. There is there are songs in the stage version that aren't in the film. Really? Oh yeah, God, I did not know that. Cut. They, they have a song where they like convince their respective people. So the basketball boys and Troy and Gabriella and the scientist kids. Mm. A song about doing what they're supposed to be doing. Stick to the well, that's no, 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 no. That's not stick that's to the quo. So that this happens after that when they keep going and keep going with it. There's a scene where there's a song where Taylor and Chad sing together, being like, "We're gonna we're gonna break them up for the good of." The colony. I don't know why I said colony is <laughs> the only word I could think of. But there are extra songs. Yeah, that happen. It is a, it is a, wow, it's a roller coaster ride. Mm. I've got a, I've got a weird sort of, you've got an excuse. I, I hate this because I kind of came into this being like, hey, that's all right. Handsome Tom loves High School Musical. I love High School Musical. We can sort of be in this together. I don't have an excuse. So, oh no, I liked it before I did it. You oh, okay, don't need an excuse. Um, no, no. So, so basically, it's just good. I kind of stumbled on it. I would have been 15 or 16. And it was like, I thought you were about to say like 20. No, like no, I just no, no. stumbled upon it like the other week, and uh, <laughs> I discovered. Hey guys, it have you heard it. about this cool new thing? Um, it's called Zac Efron. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I, I kind of it was during one of those like weird sort of hazy, transformative coming of age summer holidays that you see in American eighties films. For example, and, like one of the High School Musical, yeah. High School Musical two. Yes, it was pretty much that. And you're on a, a golf of, course. You're upset. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Sung about my. 
break up with my imaginary girlfriend and all of that. But oh. I think we, um, a bunch of friends and I, like, hide out Husky Musical from the Mansfield Video Store, ironically. Y'all are giving away all your personal details. We oh. so my phone number and credit card number. <laughs> And I don't know, it was this weird thing where I think we were all watching it being like, oh, this is shit. Oh, this is funny. This, we weren't even drinking because we weren't even that cool. But then we kind of got to the end of it and we're like, I don't think anybody was quite talking to each other because everybody liked it. Mm. And then the next day, like, I kind of came back being like, hey, so I've hired out the second one. And we all yeah. just <laughs> sat down and watched that and then went to the movies and saw the third one when it came out, which I totally didn't do by myself. But anyway. See, I, didn't, I, I never viewed it by myself. So, again, I grew up like a theatre kid. So I had like a group of people that I went to theatre with. So we just watched them all because we watched everything that was yeah, theatre yeah. and that kind yeah. of stuff. And we ended up doing the show. So. I, I have to. I, I will say that while I have an excuse, I'm going to erase my excuse in solidarity with you. I had seen them and enjoyed them before Thank you. doing this. Before doing the uh, for being you, I don't even feel it. like I. I just I watched it because I wanted to. I don't feel like I don't have an excuse, but I don't feel like I need one. No, you don't need one. It was just a good fucking time. Like it's a great we fucking actually, time. <laughs> we watched them with Carney recently. Uh, yeah, um, how did he go? Were with you them? there that night? No, but I heard about yeah, it. Yeah, so so Carney and I watched the first High School Musical a couple of weeks ago. Did he enjoy it? What do you think? <laughs> no, he didn't. So it was this weird thing. Can I where... say though, he should have loved it. We know why, right? Hot. No, distant father. Distant father. Figure. Oh, yeah. literally, father coming to terms with his son's like new life that mm. he wants to I have. Don't, I'm pretty sure I fell asleep, or maybe I pretended to fall asleep so I wouldn't have to face Carney at the end of it. But I do kind of remember vaguely waking up in the last few minutes. That sounds and just really dark. Like, I pretended to fall asleep so I wouldn't have to face Carney at the end of it. <laughs> Can you imagine though? Like, oh. I just remember, and I don't know, Carney, mm. Carney has this thing where like, when he gets angry about something, he seems to like grow three sizes. Yeah. Uh, Gabe, and, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. I experienced the same thing when I tried to watch Preacher with him. Yeah. And I was full of hope. That and was he just, dark. He just ripped it to pieces. That was I should so have dark. pretended to be asleep, Gabe. Yeah, which is what I did during Preacher. But I was like, I've got no dog in this fight. I don't know what Preacher is. Mm. But asking Musical, I was like, I just kind of lay there. I remember like opening my eyes slightly as it finished to see him kind of getting up, towering over me, looking down at me with this expression of pure disgust. And then we just haven't <laughs> about it since. I can, can I just picture say, it as oh, well. Yes. Sean watched that and he decided that we are not all in this together. No. <laughs> no. He's yeah. not he a wildcat. He is not a wildcat. Oh man! So what have you um? So, what, so I mean, it's it's funny because I feel like we should sort of discuss the merits or lack thereof of High School Musical, but it's one of those things where it's like you either like it or you don't. Yeah, like, it is exactly. And what if it you is. don't like it, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, uh, you I mean, here's the thing, right? Like, I admittedly, stay tuned for my fix. I don't think you can fix this film because everything that it sets out to do it so, achieves. Hang on, so you're fixing the f- first one? No. Like okay, the- so I'm fixing the third one. Okay. But I'm not fixing it. I'm giving an alternative to it because it is an. Is it un- literally just making Ryan super gay and not with Kelsey? Yeah, it's 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 yeah. Okay, good. Uh, that's probably like? the end of my pitch. Ryan's Absolutely. super gay and admits it, and we all have a great time. <laughs> the end. Note. It's exactly the same. No, it's like an alternative to the story, but like I don't want to like erase the original because High School Musical three is a masterpiece of cinema. Yeah, all right. we can all agree that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, High School Musical 3 is the best of the trilogy, but High School Musical 2 has the best song in the trilogy. What's that? Which is I Don't Dance. Oh, yeah. High School Musical 3 is probably not the best in the trilogy. I think it, I think it is. is. I'm with Gabe. First one's the best. Mm, right. No. 3 is the best. I don't know why I'm fixing the one that two I think is the best. 2 does have the best song, though. 2 does have the best song. 2 is probably the weakest film, but has the best song. 2 is weird because all of the growth they have in 1, they just lose in 2. <laughs> yeah. Sharpay goes back to being an asshole. Ryan is submissive again. Yeah. yeah. Every Chad's a dick. Like, none of them learn and, like, grow. There are sitcom characters. They reset at the start of each movie. That's why I like 3. It's, like, it's in, in its sort of, you know, very much neutered, toothless Disney way. Like, just kind of what it's about with, like, you know, moving on and mm. going out in the world and what are we going to do and we're going to sort of lose everything and are we going to stay together, which, again, the Troy and Gabriella arc in 3. And I haven't watched 3 since it came out, but I'm fairly sure that the – or 2, actually. But I'm fairly sure the Troy and Gabriella arc in 3 is pretty much identical to their arc in 2. And like, also, he get in, and also in one. Or, and in one. No, it's different because one is all about them coming together, whereas two and three are both about what are we going to do after school? Because yeah, no, no, remember, but, but the two arc, doesn't Troy the, the get a scholarship arc, or something? And then two gets, he gets offered with, the job. Or Chappelle offers him the job, and she's like, you're, you're too good for me now. And he's like, no, nah, I've just got a job. Gabriella. Like, <laughs> fuck, I've got to pay for all your bullshit. <laughs> Jeez, woman. <laughs> mm. Sorry, that got weird. Yeah, it's a dark look into their future. Disney gender politics uh, yeah. 2008. Uh, um, so what have you done, Kath? All right. Again, what I cannot stress this enough. I have not improved on perfection and I do not claim to have tried to. But here is another version of High School Musical 3. 
So. Are you going to put the three somewhere like in the word high school musical somehow? Yeah. Some kind of fun <laughs> the font. The G could be the three. Great. Cool. Yes. Done. Yeah. Done. Thanks, Lower Tom. Lowercase G, not uppercase. Yeah. You, yeah. I mean, you're doing title design on this, I assume. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. Nice. Cool. All right. We open on a warm summer's day on this beautiful dolly shot, starting on smooth, elegant, slow, and we start in the staff meeting with the drama teacher. You guys all remember that little minx? It was like a, it was like a very eccentric kind of name, though, but I yeah. just can't remember. But I, you remember, she had a lot of scarves, I feel like. Yeah, she was very Did dramatic. She, she had a line in the first film when I rewatched it recently that I laughed out loud at, but I don't remember what it was. She definitely pronounced theatre, theatre. Theatre, oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss Theatre. She so, she would she'd walk into like the the boys' locker room and like throw towels at them. <laughs> while she's like, "I'm coming to talk about my play." And like scarves just like exploded she out of her sleeves. She also pronounced the word musical, musical, musical. Yes, that's right. She was great. Anyway, so we start on this smooth dolly shot. It's a warm, like hazy summer's day, and she's in a staff meeting. The science teacher's up the front, droning on about some bullshit. No one cares about science, and she's looking out the window at like the hallway and she sees her sign-up sheet, right? You know, the sign-up for the musical. She can't really make out the names, but it's Bear and the only names on there have little love hearts and stars dotted on them so we can guess whose names are on that list. Chad and Taylor's. Yes. Cogs are – no, Sharpay and Ryan in case you didn't know. Yeah, cool. cool. I was confused for a sec, but good. You see her. Cogs are turning in her head. Something's a brewing in that brain. So this beautiful, smooth dolly shot moves through the school and we're like catch it, checking in with where everyone's at, right? Because obviously like time has passed since two. And we go through and we see the one that does the baking. What's his he up is, to? Uh, his name is Zeke. Zeke. We see oh, Zeke. Zeke. What's he Baylor. up to? That's right. No, his full name. What's up, guys? Yeah, he's probably like doing basketball, but like, I don't know. Secretly making pancakes. Yeah, he's like, I don't know, baking powders like coming out of his pockets for some reason that's gross uh, are we sure it's baking powder we need to send him to the to the councillor <laughs> yeah, doing like coke. handfuls of coke are coming out of his pockets because he's that rich we move through we see all these characters like the peripheral characters right we're moving through we're seeing where they are we're checking in and then suddenly this beautiful smooth dolly shot is just like yanked right it's just like all of a sudden it's, it's almost as if like the camera's ripped off its tracks Sharpay has come through Everyone's favorite. Cue for applause in the cinema if this is one of those kind of, you know, when you're in the cinema and people applaud. Like when I saw High School Musical, when like Sharpay walked in, everyone was like, yeah. Has Sharpay still had the nose job between two and three? Oh, I don't remember. I don't. She had a very I didn't nose even, job I feel like I didn't even notice. As in, as in Ashley Tisdale? Yes. Yeah. Um, she had a deviated septum, okay? Is what she said. And I believe her because. Did she really? Or just quickly. Yeah, it's bullshit. Ashley Tisdale's musical career as Ashley Tisdale, one of my most listened to albums, Headstrong. That album is fucking tight. Get on it. It's actually every, amazing. Every time I learn about your taste in music, <laughs> I'm always just like, what the fuck happened to you, Kath? <laughs> no, I'm, it's actually so good. Yeah, no, it's probably not, though. No, I'll play it for you later. It's actually you, sublime. You, you're all about Fergie. and I'm. Oh, my God. So. The Duchess. The She's great. I'm not opening that can of worms <laughs> No, I have been told by people, they've been astonished. They've been like, how can you have, like, relatively good taste in film, like, depending on the person, and just shocking taste in music? And to that I say, you're wrong. Oh. Actually, she sounds great. Anyway, I digress. Sharpay walks in. She snatches the camera off, and she's doing what Sharpay does best, being a big old bitch. Ryan's, like struggling as always and he's just like oh she's the worst but he's like doing her bidding you know he's just like gonna help her Chappé's in a tears because it's senior year and Chappé wants to be the senior in the musical this her whole life has been leading up to this moment yeah she's had to deal with fucking Troy and Gabby's bullshit every fucking year and she's ready she has been practicing she has been training and she's ready to be treated like the star that she fucking is meanwhile is this movie just Chappé yes it's the Chappé Good. movie <laughs> meanwhile make a Chappé movie I'm Almost certain that they did. I didn't I see it, though, did. which I'm mad at myself about. Yes, I haven't seen it, but it's called Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. Oh, yes. Yes. It makes okay. my soul happy. I what I'm doing later today. <laughs> After you listen to her album. No, no, no. I won't be doing that. I'll be watching the good movie All first. Right. We'll talk about that off air, Tom. That was a threat. <laughs> She's got really serious. <laughs> okay. Ryan, in the meantime, he's just, he's just trying to keep her happy, keep her calm, because what he wants to do is sneak away and play Seven Minutes in Heaven with Chad. So Ryan, in my version of the film, he is G-A-Y gay. And he is banging, or high school, whatever they do in high school, banging Chad. So Chad does dance. And, and Ryan Chad, knows he's Oh, band. yeah. <laughs> because, like, let's be real for a second. 
sexual I have never song, seen but. so much sexual sexual chemistry in a scene since that song. Like Bert and Ernie was of, the last time things got that hot. Bat, <laughs> there's a lot of bat stroking as well. Oh my <laughs> god. Like, I don't dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you do. Boy. We all know in the second film that they were fucking into each other. It was like a love hate, but they were into each other. And hey, yeah. you've already fixed my favorite point. Is yeah. that if, if Chaz with Ryan, Taylor's gone. I feel like I should quit while I'm ahead, but I'll, I'll keep going. <laughs> so that's what they're up to. Chopin stomping around. She's probably throwing scarves around too, like the teacher. She's learned from the best. She runs up to the sign-up sheet and she just goes, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Maybe she doesn't say fuck. It's still a Disney film. I'm, I'm undecided on the fuck. But in my mind, she says, you've got to be fucking kidding me. There's a third name on that list. We don't see what it is, but we smash cut to Gabriella. She's under the bleachers with Troy. They're in the throes of puppy love. But something's bothering Gabby. When she signed up for the sheet, Troy's name wasn't on there. It was just Gabby's. And she's like, oh, but we were going to do it together, Troy. In that kind of voice as well. What are you doing, man? Yeah. Troy's so stressed. He's like, Gabby, fuck. My dad's always writing me. Fucking basketball's, you know, it's so important. I've got to get a scholarship because basketball's so important. My dad's always writing me. He's got to get his head in the game. His head isn't in the game and he needs to get his head in the game. And basketball comes first. And Gabby's like... Oh, but, you know, it's, it's about, like, you know, she's worried because she wants to have this, this kind of collaborative experience and, like, to really cement yeah. their relationship. This could be the start, right? Of something and new. And she wants oh, to find absolutely. what she's looking for. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but he's just got so much on his plate. Guys, you guys, it's really hard for Troy Bottom and his basketball shit. Gabby reluctantly and pathetically accept it, but she's, like, pissed. This ain't over. Meanwhile, drama teacher. She's hatched her plan, right? We can just, while you're doing this, I'm going to look up. <laughs> she has gotten Chape and Ryan and she. Her name is Miss Darbus. Miss Darbus. Mm-hmm. That is not what I was expecting. Me neither. She's gotten Chape and Ryan and she's cutting the deal with them. She's like, you get them in, I get you in. What I'll do is like, well, you get him in, I'll give you the leads. Now, let's just be fucking clear for a second. Miss Darbus or whatever the fuck her name is, she is a treacherous minx and we all know she's definitely not going to go through with this. But Sharpay and Ryan are dumb enough to believe it. So Sharpay and Ryan, their job is to get Gabby and Troy in. Gabby and Troy are coming out into the musical, the high school musical, just to be clear. In case anyone is, is it will, a high school musical? It is a high school is it the musical. third high school musical maybe they've done? Uh, yeah. Cool. Why not? So Ryan and Sharpay... They hatch their own plan and they ambush Gabby and Troy coming out of biology and they pull the same one that they actually pull in the third movie, which I thought was excellent, the You Are the Music in Me. Yeah. You know, they, try, they they ambush him in them and they play the song and it's so beautiful and it's so moving that Troy's like, fuck, yeah, I do want to get back into the whole musical I want to get thing. my head in that game. I want to get my head in that game. And it works exactly the same as it does in the movie. They're dancing, you know, like while when the song swells, right? They're dancing, they're jumping up on tables, they're dancing through rooms. You know how they always like dance through rooms yeah, yeah. and it's just like the world is there. It's a bit like being another student at Hogwarts during yeah. Harry Potter's time. They're like, I mean, another student at whatever school this is and just being like, fuck those dickheads again. Do you guys know? I just want to do math. Quick, quick side note. Go. There are high school musical novelizations. Oh my God. Of the, of the films? Yeah. I don't, uh, how does that work? Because this is the start of something. The music's new. not in there. No, it's a novelization. They would just so take the songs out. They just had the songs out. Point of it. Yeah, because well, the I'm, story is so excellent and so complex yeah. that it stands up without the music. Well, it's basically Romeo and Juliet, but with music and it's a bit like Grease. But it's it's not. It's Grease. It's so much <laughs> more actually, like Grease. On the same note, there's actually a novelization of Grease as well. Shit. And Grease Two. I have no idea. There's a sequel to Grease, just in case you're both wondering. It's called Grease Two. Continue. No, I've seen it. Oh, good. Yeah. It's terrible, isn't it? It's just awful. Anyway, so they're dancing, they're dancing on the tables, Troy's getting into it, you know, they're dancing through rooms and the science teacher still comes in and is like, what is going on here? He's like, nah, you guys can't just like fuck around in the classrooms. Like you can't be inside without a hall pass. You can't be inside without a teacher supervision. This is ridiculous. Also, this is my super suspicious science room. I've shown up too much in this film to not be something happening here. Y'all got detention. And Troy's like, no, I can't have detention because this Friday is the big game, you guys. Oh, it's always the big, the game. big fucking game oh. that, like, his dad is like so important to him. Probably there's like a scout or it's something. A scout. There's a scout, was- and his scholarship depends on this big game. And the science teacher's like, I don't give a fuck. You made these choices. You have to get detentions, and you have to clean up my science room because you fucked it up with your dancing. All right. Yeah, because of kicking shit. You know, just like genuinely being shit kids. So. 
Troy's like, no, the big game. It's is like, it, is it so bad he wants to scream? Yeah. In fact, insert scream. Okay. I hadn't put it in yet, so that's where it goes. Right. As he's finishing this song, scream, <laughs> he slams the little door that he was in the little science little science room real hard because he's mad because he's because he can't go to the big game, guys. Big game. As he does, the door shakes so hard that a beaker full of mysterious liquid tips over and slowly starts to drain onto the floor. It's just a little pool of mysterious gurgling liquid, but just a little pool. Troy doesn't Don't see this. Don't trust that gurgling liquid. Troy guys. doesn't oh. see this. He's just slammed the doors. It's unbeknown to him. So we move on. Gabby tries to call Troy. She's trying to sort the shit out. She tries to make it right. He cracks it. She cracks it. And she finally sort of says to him what's been on her chest the whole time. The thing, the reason why she's really stressed about the musical, because it's not about the musical. That's too petty for Gabriella. The big question she has on her mind is, will their love survive post high school? Yeah? The answer is no. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, can, can, it, can it survive? Because she loves him and she's like, well, if this is just going nowhere and we're not going to be friends, like we're just going to like fucking hate each other and, and move on, like what's even the point, yeah? But she also wants it to work out. She wants some reassurance and Troy does not give it to her because I don't know if you guys know this, guys, but basketball is like a really stressful at the moment. <laughs> it's like a big deal. Okay, he's got a big, a big game, game coming. <laughs> <laughs> and his dad's like, "Oh, come on, start a big like, game!" Right in him, you guys. Oh, I don't know if you understand this. This game is actually a big game. It's, <laughs> it's 20 minutes longer than a regular game. It's how big it is. It's a really big game, and he's You'll so. You'll probably strong. have to score a point in slow motion with so five seconds to go. That's not, how big. He's not having. He's not. She's not. They're they're fucked. They're mad at each other. Troy's head is not in the game. So it's Friday, the day of the big game. And they're in detention. Oh, no. So there's there's a big game, just to clarify. Just to clarify. Okay. It's a really big game. Like a lot riding on it. Oh, my God. It's so stressful, How guys. Do we always end up on episodes together just falling into holes and we just rehash the same joke it's over not, and over yeah, again. Look, I'm not proud. I'm a bit <laughs> proud. I'm very proud. <laughs> I'm, I'm as proud as Troy's father will be when he plays well <laughs> in the big game. Okay, okay, it's it's the big game. And so they're in the science room during detention. The crowd's going crazy, but the Wildcats, they're not playing so good. They don't have Troy. They need Troy to win. So it's not just fucking Troy and Troy's dad who cares an obscene amount about this game. It's also like the whole school is riding on this. Where's Troy? Angrily sweeping up shit that he mucked up singing You Were the Music and Me in the science room. Did Chad also miss the game because he's he's banging around? Yeah, Chad's probably hanging around there. Yeah, they're probably just like just doing filthy things to each other in the background. <laughs> just like going to town on each other's bodies. What oh, oh. a bat and ball work. <laughs> Love Chad. And anyway, Ryan. Now, the Wildcats are fighting for victory. It's all happening. Where's Troy? He's in the science room. The science room, you guys. Dumb. Boring, useless science. The injustice of it all. But keep in mind, it's it's Gabby, Chape, Ryan, Troy, probably the other people that are in this film right, too. So, so Chad probably is in detention because they, they're all in detention because they would have participated in you and the music and me. Yeah. So the reason they're losing is the basketball team is missing like three players. <laughs> yeah. They're missing a lot of players. Okay. Troy is fucking beside himself, right? He is just like... In his head, his head isn't in the game, and he's freaking out. They're all at each other's throats, and they all just agree, you know what, nah, no more talking, we're just going to clean up, silence, because we just can't, like, everything is just a fight. They're just like, we're going we're gonna to sweep in silence, we're going to clean up in silence. Silence. Someone's phone rings, and their ringtone is... <laughs> and All as right. the song plays, they slowly drop their brooms and they look at each other and they remember. They remember the good times. They slowly turn to look at each other. Where are they breaking? They're breaking free. Oh my God. From wow. their anger in wow. this particular situation. They look at each other and they remember the good times. They remember what it's all about. Gabby just looks at Troy. In this moment, is there a star in heaven that they can't reach? Yeah, 100%. There's also a star in heaven that they can't reach at any given time, just to clarify. (laughs) FYI. I'm sorry, we're in the science room. I feel like being a little bit literal. (laughs) Dumb, boring, useless science. Okay, they look at each other. Troy looks at Gabby. Gabby looks at Troy. I don't know. 
Ryan's definitely looking at fucking and Chad. Chad. <laughs> and Chad's like looking at Taylor like, oh, yeah, yeah. I want some of that dick though. Yeah. <laughs> Chappé's looking in the mirror. Yeah. Yes. Just being like, oh, yes. 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 They look yes. at each other. They remember it all. And Gabby just says to Troy, go, we've got you. Because they're all in this together, oh, guys. Oh, yeah. Bit of heart. What is <laughs> happening? What about that potion? All right, all right. Troy looks back at Gabby and says, I'll do the musical, but first. This is him running down out of the corridor. 16 minutes left, better get it done. He's correct, by the way. Somehow he's guessed the time perfectly. Okay. So that song basically plays out exactly how it plays out in the movie, frame for frame. I cannot fuck with that. Perfection. Perfection. Meanwhile, by the way, as he's running down the corridor and everyone looks at him like, gives him one of those nods like, yeah, you go. You go do the God's work. The pool of gurgling liquid in the science room has pulled so much. We actually don't see in the room, but we can see under the door that so much has pulled, it's actually even coming out of the room from under the door. So that's a lot of fucking mysterious, gurgly So at liquid. this point, are our other characters aware of it? No, no one's seen it because okay. they're too busy staring at each other. Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Gabriella staring at at this point? Oh, she, she chases after him, even though she said we've got you, but it, it doesn't have to make sense because she's got to do the bit in the song where she's like, Troy, just know that I believe. Yeah, she needs to do that. So she needs to do that. Kelsey's like, I'll just clean up after all you fucking yeah. I've done forever, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, actually, you know what? Ryan's left behind cleaning up because that helps me later on. Okay. So he's cleaning up. Okay. They're playing 16 minutes, 16 minutes, blah, blah, blah. Gets that final shot, you know, and it's like, you know, they need one point to win. Troy's dad's on the sidelines right on him because it's like it's a big deal what's happening right now. Troy scores that goal and the crowd goes bananas. And I mean like rioting. I mean like, have you guys seen Clone High? No. Oh, fuck. If anyone's seen Clone High, you'll know the riot scene that I'm referring to where they flip a pool. It's bananas. The crowd goes like berserk, like ripping chairs out, like stomping feet, clapping to the point where the vibrations are so wild, so crazy that shit starts falling off the shelves in the science room. All the shit starts falling in together. It starts swirling and gurgling and fucking there's powders and potions and probably lotions too. All fucking swirling together until, bang, black. Everything goes black. They wake up. They open their eyes. Troy, Gabriella, Sharpe and Ryan are standing backstage, at it, like in the wings of a high school musical. They're in costumes. They're all dressed up to perform Wicked. This is weird. We don't remember rehearsing, but yet we know all the lines. We don't know how we got here, but maybe uh, we're here. What else could it be? They've just maybe they've just had a blackout. We've all been we all we all blackout for days at a time. Yeah, they go. Let's guys, this is fucking weird. Let's just go on stage and perform it because we know all the words and all the songs and all the dance moves. Which can I just say, if anyone is like, how do they know it? I mean, how many times do they break into fucking song and dance routines? So I it it makes sense. And they perform Wicked, like the the musical Wicked, like the music because that's because can I just point out High School Musical like doesn't ever reference which High School Musical it is. I think it's a fictional one. In my version, no, it's actual High School Musicals that they put on. It's Wicked. They put on Wicked. The lights go down. You know, at the end of the show, yeah, yeah. They look at out the audience. It's not it's not East Side High that they remember. It's East Side High in 1964. They've time traveled. Everyone, they're like, what? What do we do? Hang on, hang on. They travelled back to 1964, but they're still doing Wicked, which is a musical written in like yeah, 2004. Yeah, perplexing, I imagine, for the audience. They're like, hang on, we just saw Wizard of Oz yesterday. It's brand new. What the fuck is this? <laughs> is Troy Bolton's dad a student? He's not that old, surely. Yeah, no. He, he could be. be no, he's not is that Ms. old. Is Darbus a student? Maybe, sure, yes. Disappointed cast continue. Okay, it's 1964. They go, that's fucking weird. What do we do? Bang. They're right back where they were at the start of that day. Not at the start of the waking up and they're at in the wings, in the wicked costumes. They're like, and they, but they can remember. They can remember what just happened. We just fucking did this. They're like, this is weird. Again, maybe this is like the blackout, you know, like a bit of yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's just like we're having deja vu. Maybe they just watched deja vu the night before and they were like, this is deja vu. This I'm is fine. Denzel, Washington. Denzel Washington's on his way. We'll be cool. Guys, we love High School Musical. We're going to do it again because we can and because we're great. So they perform Wicked again, but this time they get to define gravity. I hope right as Alphabet's going, oh, I hope happy now. 
You guys know the song Define Gravity? Yeah. 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 There's a scream. A wail, you might say, from the crowd. The lights go up. It ain't 1964, but it ain't 2005, whenever the movie came out. 2008. 2006, actually. No, no, the third one was 2008. Oh, yes. No, you're right. You're right. It's 1690. Wait, what? Holy fuck, I think it's an actual fucking witch. No. Oh. But that would have been a great idea. Thank you for telling me this after I've written this pitch. The wailing comes. There's a man in the crowd sobbing, like crying his fucking eyes out. And he's got a pistol to his head. Is it Trey Bolton's dad? No. <laughs> no. 1690? 1690, like, like, like old. Like old. He goes, my life's work has been a lie. Bang. He's dead. What the fuck's going on? Who the fuck is this guy? He's Sir Isaac Newton. And the song Defying Gravity has rattled <laughs> to him to his core. <laughs> that he has committed... <laughs> Suicide. Oh my god! Who does it? Oh my god! Just like jokes around musical theatre songs where you can like have people in history kill themselves. It's fucked up, right? When did Isaac Newton actually die? Sixteen ninety? No, he died. He he was about fifty then. I was approximating when his life's work came out. He died in like early seventeen hundreds. So. Jesus I didn't sh- shave that much time off his life. No, no, no. <laughs> Shit. Oh, Isaac. Because okay. Is this why you asked me earlier today when were guns invented? Yeah, because I was like, maybe there weren't guns back then. <laughs> why Isaac Newton is just carrying a single shot pistol with him is possibly okay, a question. Like, I just, but, you know, whatever. Hey, protection. Not, protection, yeah. man. This is my backstory that may not be in the film, but I feel like the the actor, whoever you may be who performs this, would need to know Jason this. Jason Isaacs. I think he's on the brink already and this is what pushes him over. I think he was he was an unsettled man. I know I'm not saying I actually think this. I'm saying the character in the story. Yeah. I yeah. don't think that they did it, but they also killed Sir Isaac Newton, just to be clear, the cast of High School Musical. They come backstage, they're like fuck fuck fuck. They've actually probably got blood sprayed on them. That would be nice. Not for them, for yeah. effects. They're like, "Guys, we're in a motherfucking time loop." We've fucked with the space-time continuum and we don't fucking know what the fuck's going on and we've just killed a guy. That seems important. But, of course, Troy doesn't actually know who Sir Isaac Newton is because he's a big dum-dum. But he's like, that guy seems important. She's fucked. You have to focus on the game, okay? Yeah, his head wasn't in the game. No, his head was probably still in the game and he wasn't thinking about science. Dumb, boring, useless science. I wonder if science is going to turn out to be not dumb, boring, useless. <laughs> I don't know, Gabe. I reckon, uh, being the resident science expert on this show, as has been proven in other episodes, I reckon you're right. <laughs> yes, I know a lot about science, as my pitch will prove. Bang, they're in the wings. And they're like, na, 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 na. We ain't fucking with history anymore. We killed Sir Isaac Newton. We can't do Wicked. Do they all just start floating because he didn't invent gravity? <laughs> well, I don't think he invented it, just you to know. be clear. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Handsome Tom, science expert. <laughs> they, don't know, they don't know who their audience is. They don't know where they are in the crowd. They're just black, the wings of the stage. They go, nope, we're going to perform something different. We're going to perform something so innocuous we can't ruin history anymore. And they're like, fuck, 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 fuck. What's something that, A, we all know that everyone loves? And what is the thing that everyone in this world loves? Michael Jackson. So they like improvise a Michael I Jackson. Not, I thought you were going, but okay. <laughs> they improvise like a Michael Jackson musical. It's, it's a bit shit, but it's great because it's Michael Jackson. They moonwalk, they hee hee, they do it all. <laughs> Lights come up, they're like, where the fuck are we? Somehow the crowd is in black and white, which doesn't actually make sense. No, no, that's cool. But the crowd's in black and white. It is a room full of emphatically clapping, stone-faced Russians. Cigarettes hanging out, being like... They love it. Their faces don't show. But they love it. It's great. And this is also, in terms of time, if you want to know, it's 1950s. Nah, no, 1960s. Soviet Russia? Sure. Okay. It's uh, Soviet Russia, somewhere in the 60s. They love it, but they're stone cold face. And they're like, that's fucking weird. But I don't think we ruined anything, right? <laughs> Bang. Time loop. Again, they've gone back into the thing. <laughs> and they're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. What do we do? So they go, you know what? Let's... Just like delay the show like 10 minutes or so. Let's run and find a TV. We can find out what time, what era it is. You know, we can know what beast we're dealing with. They switch on the TV. The news is on. All the shows are off because there's a breaking report. The Americans' attempt to land the first man on the moon has been deviated. An astronaut has gone rogue and changed all the coordinates. That astronaut's name is Neil Armstrong. Do you want to know why he did that? 
because he, three months earlier, he went to a high school musical. He heard the song Defying Gravity and he thought, instead of like Sir Isaac Newton shooting himself, he was like, this is a great idea. I can do it too. And so he fucked it all up and America never went to the moon and the Russians went to the moon first and they did the moonwalk on the moon instead of walking because they love Michael Jackson. Oh, jeez. Fucking... Yeah. Oh my god! This is a series of sketches. What, what the fuck are we in? What is happening? Hey, Gabe. We... Gabe, are we in a time loop? I don't know anymore. Oh, fuck! I don't know what's yeah. going on. So, uh, so there's some real good plot happening here. It's <laughs> 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 just set piece gags. I'm I just fucking like, love it. When you started, I was like, oh, no. I was like, did movie maintenance just jump the shark? And then I was like, it, it did, and I'm okay with it. We jumped the shark because of the defying gravity, Gabe. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There's a little bit more of this before, no, good before the plot actually I happens. I want more. I want it all. Back in time, they go, okay, we keep fucking with shit. We need to stop. We need to stop. So they're like, okay, here's what we'll do. We'll do a musical that is of true events. From a long time ago. So we're not giving anything that's conceptually incorrect. So nothing's going to, like, fuck up. So they're like, Hamilton, perfect. That's just, like, something that happened. It's not going to mess with anyone. It fucking happened. And in 2008, the people knew what Hamilton was. The musical. Yes. <laughs> I just want to say for those listening at home, Kath just for a full oh. few seconds just blinked at me. Both eyes went in different directions, actually. Um, I died a little there on the inside. There was a slight spasm and a bit um, of nosebleed as well. I'm fine. This is fine. <laughs> no, we're just, we're updating it. I'll get my head back in the game, guys. Gone. That really threw me for a second there. Mate. Fuck. Anyway, they perform Hamilton. Lights go up. I'll give you one guess. Who's sitting oh, in the audience? It's fucking Alexander Hamilton. It's Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> and he's like... Is because... he played by Lin-Manuel Miranda? Yes. Well, I was going to do casting at the end, but sure. And he's like, because it's, you know, he gets oh shot in the end. This guy didn't know he was going to die. He's not only seen his life up until this point, but he's seen his future. It spins him out on a whole existential crisis. And he just goes AWOL. They're like, oh, well, we fucked that shit up. But hey, at this point... The $10 just, note now doesn't exist. Just chuck it to the list. They're like, oh, well, we fucking ruined Am- Hamilton's life. He's spinning out. He's probably off some Caribbean island smoking some opioids because he's just like, fuck, what do I do? And that's great. Chappé is the first to crack. This keeps going on, right? They keep looping. They keep trying to not ruin time and history, but they do. And she's like, I'm going back in that science room. I'm going to put the liquid back in the t- things and we're just going to go back and I'm going to be the star that I was born to be. She goes back. But she slips in the liquid. She knocks her head out. She's unconscious. Her tongue lolls out of her mouth and some of the liquid gets oh, no. <laughs> And it's sharp. festering hey. as well. It's real gross. Does she become Isaac Newton? Mm-hmm. No. Well, sure. Give me a second. Okay. <laughs> what she didn't realise was consuming the liquid gave you control over the time machine. Sharpay can now leave the musical. She can now leave the theatre. And she can travel anywhere in time that she wants. So what do you think Sharpay does? She goes back to the time that uh, Gabriella and Troy first did the first Tuscan She goes back to the time the first <laughs> Tuscan musical the No. She goes back and she inserts herself in every kind of famous character or, or person in history. Marie Antoinette, Sharpay. The girl that the, Mon- the Mona Lisa, Sharpay. She just goes and basically inserts herself, the um, pop art painting. Christ. She's just everywhere. All of Mariah Carey's albums now sung by Sharpay. They're good. They'd be better. Oh, 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 see me after class, Tom. That is disrespectful. Now, <laughs> Chabay, she's just gone around and she has just become this fame monster. She is fucking everywhere. Troy's seen what's happened. They've all figured out that drinking the liquid gives you control over the time machine. Troy's like, fuck, what am I going to do with this? Oh, I'm going to do what every bro would do in this situation. He goes, he drinks the festering liquid, and he's like, I'm going to go back in time to find out the winning lottery numbers and gamble and win make, and just be rich. Like what lots of people, what most people would do with a time machine. Yeah, he's going to be rich and just like walk around having heaps of money and live in the dream. Because he doesn't have to worry about the big game if he has tons of money. Well, it's true. Yeah. His dad will be proud of him. Like He, he, doesn't, he will be breaking free of his dad's All of his issues are leaving. He just goes back, he gets the numbers. Gabby's like, the fuck? That's so, like, selfish. Meanwhile, as this is all going on, two shadowy hooded figures all 
always watching them. They're kind of lurking in the sidelines. We kind of see them popping in. I should have mentioned this earlier. This, this, they, right. I apologise. This has been start. They've been lurking in the theatre every single time this time loop has happened. Always watching. Just kind of like thing. Gabby's furious. Troy's just getting rich. Like it's just it's it's not about the musical for him anymore. It's about the fact that they're in a time machine, which actually makes sense. But she still wants it to be like she wants their future. She wants the love. She's so worried that their love can't survive. If Troy's all rich. He probably isn't going to love her anymore, and she's super stressed about that. She thinks he's selfish, and he is, just to be clear. It's the same issue she had with him at the beginning of the film as well. He's just thinking about himself. He's not caring about the relationship. He's not making time. He's not being selfish. Sure he was thinking about the big game yeah. as well. He wasn't yeah. thinking about himself. So my voice just broke on that too, which <laughs> he's thinking about the big game. She walks away. She goes, walks away to drink the liquid to get away from Troy, to go to just, she's like, I'm going to go to any fucking time in the history of time where you aren't because I'm sick of your shit, Troy Bolton. As she does, the two shadowy figures go to kill her probably or something, to grab her, to, to get her, and, but they trip on their own cloaks and they tumble and as Gabby falls to the ground, her tongue rolls out. And, but so oh, do theirs. No. But they all kind of do it at the same time and the liquid kind of morphs them. Their hoods are pulled back and they're revealed to be Elon Musk and Al Gore. Who can time travel, you guys, in case you didn't realise? Real life time travellers, I'm certain. Gabe, Gabe, Gabe. Why the fuck are we here? (laughs) (laughs) Tom, that's the least of my questions right now. (laughs) Now, hear me out. There are so many things. Did we just accidentally just walk into this moment? We didn't even mean to record an episode. Catherine's just in here talking. (laughs) (laughs) Al Gore is a time traveller, I'm sure of it. No, they all tumble and then they morph. Like, I believe Elon Musk's a fucking time traveller. Al Gore's probably, he's snuck nah, cooking. not Al Gore. Al Gore's just there with Elon Musk because he invited him. Well, I hate to break it to you. He's a time traveller. Oh, and as they fall, they morph into one person, Gabriella's body, but three minds occupying the same body, Elon Musk, <laughs> Al Gore, and Gabrielle, whatever her last name is, from High School Musical. Kind of like being John Malkovich. It's like Marquez or Marquez. Marquez where they or... wrestle for control over the body. Gabriella always holding strong, but the other two kind of getting in and controlling her. And that just leaves Ryan. He's the only one left. And he's still mad that Sharpay left and was been a big old bitch the whole time. So he's like, well, you know what? They're all getting some action. Do you know what I'm going to do? Is he going to get some chat chatchin? <laughs> no, that's uh, it's just, it doesn't come up again, Tom. I hate to break it to you. That's, that's all there is. Anyway. I hate it. <laughs> he goes and drinks the gurgling, festering liquid so he can control time, goes back in time. He basically writes all the musicals that Andrew Lloyd Webber wrote but he changes them so there's a big old bitch character in them and she always dies and she's Sharpay. So, for example, so it's like he, he, like he, he represents Sharpay through Andrew Lloyd Webber's beloved musicals and just fucks her up in them just to get his anger at him. So he has angsty swipes at his sister. So in Cats, Grizabella is, played, is called Grizzapay and... At she the dies. end, McCavity straight up murders here is what I, murders her is what I've written, and yeah, that's cool. what happens in Phantom of the Opera. Like the Phantom of the Opera is condensed into like one act, and the Phantom runs away with Christine, or in this version called Sharpay, runs away with her, and then the rest of the musical, the rest Sharpay. of like hour and a half, is Sharpay. just Ryan doing a forty-five minute tap dog style solo and a drum solo where the drums set on fire, and it's basically just like a one-man show. He's famous, and he's. He's gotten his revenge on Sharpay because it's he's he's hurting her in the place that it will hurt in her Jesus most. Jesus Christ, Sharpay star. Does Sharpay get nailed to a crucifix? Yeah, cool. except it's like a big "you're a bitch" sign. <laughs> <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Right. So he's hurting her in the way that's going to hurt her most through high school musicals. Oh, no. You know, just regular musicals. (laughs) Meanwhile, we go back to Troy, checking in with what he's up to. The gambling has taken over him. He's now an insatiable monster. And the gambling, the money, the wealth... The bitches, the drugs, everything that he wanted, it doesn't do it for him anymore because it's like it's success. It's kind of like Dorian Gray. It just becomes like it, it's too much, you know, the dream of being able to win the lottery and Troy having. Bolton is like Oscar Wilde's <laughs> Dorian Gray. Yes. I, sure. And, and you know what I love about that? I love that that sentence. It's one of the more reasonable things that's <laughs> happened in the last hour. <laughs> Yeah, like Al Gore and Elon Musk sharing Vanessa Hudgens' body. High mind with (laughs) Vanessa Hudgens' body. Right. So this dream, right, everyone's like, oh, if I, you know, if I could time travel, I'd just have unlimited money and I'd do whatever I want. But it it means he can't appreciate it. Anyone who's too knows that you can't do that. Yeah. It, it, It means nothing to him. And he actually sings this song at this point. other lyrics just wait to the chorus you know what i'm going coming you can't bet on it anymore can you troy because it means nothing to you because you've ruined it and he realizes gabriella was right all along he's a selfish pig and all that matters is their relationships and all that matters is making sure that you know they have those beautiful experiences and he goes I've got to go find Gabriella. I love her. For the big game that he's oh, ready. Yeah, his head's in the game. He's, he's lived it. He's like, oh, I gotta go get that girl. I love her. Because and she's, it's now or never. It's now oh. or never. I gotta go find her. Oh. He travels through time, furiously searching for Gabriella, and he finds her. The hive mind, Gabriella, <laughs> Elon Musk, and 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 Al Gore. He finds them. They've incited a carbon-neutral industrial revolution and the world is just like a better place because of it. Do they refer to themselves as we? Probably. Good. Sure. And it, the world is just like a better place. She's actually gone back, unlike every other character who've just gone back, used time for their benefit. She, slash they, have gone back to make the world a better place. And Troy can't even face her. He sees her through the crowd, but he's like, I can't. I'm not a man. I need to prove myself to Gabrielle. And he realizes by winning the big game, he knows what he needs to do. <laughs> he has to be selfless, so he gets the time machine or liquid. It's not a machine; it's a liquid that they. It's ingesting. a gobble. It's science gobble. Let's just be real. He goes back in time to the day after the High School Musical War. Hamilton pieced out of his whole life because he was like, "Fuck." Troy does like prosthetics because you know it's a musical. It's prosthetics, and he assumes Alexander Hamilton's identity. Oh my- Willing to live out his life for someone else to correct his mistake, well, their mistake of uh, destroying Alexander Hamilton. Is he going to die as Alexander Hamilton? Here's the thing. What y'all are forgetting about Troy Bolton? He's a big dum-dum, right? Let's be clear. This is like a basketball playing, singing. He doesn't have time for homework. Guys, he has a big game. (laughs) He's so stressed right now. He didn't actually, even though he was in the musical, pay any attention to Alexander Hamilton's life. So even though he's, he's done this gallant, selfless thing of becoming Alexander Hamilton, when it comes to the big battle with Aaron Burr, and he's lived, by the way, just like 40 years or 20 years as Alexander Hamilton, when, and somehow everything's kind of worked out the same, even though he has no clue. He doesn't understand he's about to die because Troy Bolton's a big dum-dum. And this is where they're all having like their fight. They're all like mad at each other and shit. And so Troy goes, I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to do what Gabby would want me to do, and I'm going to... Just walk away. Bang, he gets shot in the back of the head because we know that's what actually happened. So walking away was the wrong choice. Troy's a big dum-dum. He dead. <laughs> 
I'm done. So, I'm done. Some, Gabe, I'm done. Before we Joy as Alexander Hamilton dies as Alexander Hamilton actually died. Zach Efron playing Troy Bolton playing, playing Alexander, Alexander Hamilton. Hamilton dies because he's an idiot and doesn't remember what actually happens. He sings Walk Away. So he actually sings Gabriella's song in, the, in Walk Away, but it's cut short with the bullet to the back of his head. Gabriella senses this hive mind. They're like, oh, my God, something's amiss. There is a disturbance in the time-space continuum. Yeah, she's, she's a god. And she's like, even though I, like, threw the sky away, I feel something still. I was so afraid that time would tear us apart, and it did. So she goes, I'm going to go back in time and I'm going to find Zac Efron playing, Troy Bolton playing Alexander Hamilton. I need a, something's wrong. I need to find him. But Elon Musk and Al Gore are like, no, Gabby, like we've got work to do. We're like fucking in this. We're all in this together, Gabby. <laughs> and so they wrestle. And as they're tumbling through time, Gabby, they land just 10 minutes after he's dead. Too late. She can't save him. I'm imagining this is like like the bit in Harry Potter when Harry and Voldemort are like at, in the in the final film when they're when they're, when they're like the sky. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, it's exactly like that. Like, but we're like it's Harry's face and Voldemort. No, that's like exactly, just exactly it's like that. Al Gore. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly like that. Ten minutes too late. Gabrielle falls to her knees. She cries. She weeps. She realizes even though all this time has passed, kind of literally, she still loves Joy. It's been twenty years. Yeah, it's been a while. Fucking Gabby. Hell. Dies, kind of. She like rescinds from the mind. So Elgore and Musk take over. No. Elon Musk fucks off. Well, not fucks off. He goes quiet too. Elgore sees the opportunity and he like, he takes over and he goes, finally, I can do what I always wanted to do. So he controls Gabrielle's body. He goes forward in time from where they are, but still back in time. And he seduces George Bush Sr., eliminating George Bush's mother from history, eliminating George... Bush, his greatest nemesis. I, so Gabby lives Al the... Al Gore, as Vanessa Hudgens, seduces... <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, is the safe word man bear pig? So we leave Gabby, dead, the dead-eyed first lady, every time when school groups come and she has to do her first lady duties, she has to talk about the founding fathers. And every time she comes to Hamilton Island, we see her lights, her eyes spark just a little, remembering her love, Troy Bolton, as Alexander Hamilton. And we realise she does love him. She really, really loves him. And she's, but she's just she's given it up. She's still in there somewhere, I guess. She's, like, gone, but it's like he's the only thing that can, like, bring her back to life. So the dramatic question of Gabby at the start of the film is, can their love survive post-high school? And the answer, my friends, is yes. It's, it's the only thing that can survive. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> so there we have it. All the characters, not the end. All the characters, we're very close. All that we leave it. All the characters fucking jacked up. Troy's dead. Gabby's pretty much dead. She's just fucking George Bush Sr. on the regs. <laughs> Ryan's. As Al Gore. As Al Gore. Ryan's still doing his drum, angry, Chappé hating drum solos. Chappé is the only one left. She's actually kind of come out on top. She goes back in time to when it all began, the High School Musical all began, and she's like, she realises all this fame and all this notoriety that she wanted, that she craved, didn't actually make her happy because the only people she wanted to treat her like the star that she was were the people she actually knew. She grew, she grew bored of it. So she decides to go to the future to answer that question. We know that Gabby and Troy's love can survive time, but can them as a group, can East High as a collective group of musical people, will they survive the test in time? So Sharpe, well, no. One somehow, dead. one of them's dead. Now he's not in this alternate timeline. Sharpe goes into the future somehow. The rules have changed slightly. She goes into the future to see where they all are after high school. Ten years, twenty years after high school, they fucking hate each other. This is an alternative reality where they haven't gone back in time. Okay, okay. They hate each other. They talk shit. There's no loyalty. We're all in this together. Is not true. They're just mad at each other. The okay, key feature. I feel like there needs to be more rules regarding this time travel. Yeah. No, really I know. Nearly? No, it's not that. She's just great. Now, the key oh, feature. <laughs> Sorry. The key feature is that underpin a successful musical gone. So why keep going? Chappé sits there. She goes, why go on? What's the point? If everything is going to go to shit, if we're all going to be selfish, if we're all going to move on, if, the, if we're not all going to be in this together at the end, what is the point? High school dies anyway. Chappé sits at the bar. She downs a whiskey. She's a badass bitch now. And she tears off her false eyelashes. She takes off her diamante earrings. She strips away 
all the satin and silk and smoke and mirrors that makes her the pizzazzy Chapey that she is. And we see for the first time the real Chapey, who she is. And she's a motherfucking beast. Can we just make a note? Chapey is a woman untamed. All the shit that's been thrown at her at all these films, she persevered. She kept going. Let's just be clear. Chapey is actually the only one qualified to be in the musical because she's actually practiced, rehearsed, and trained and prepared. If this whole situation was like a sports game, like a big game, it would be like Mr. Bean wandering in and taking Serena Williams' spot. If this was medicine, it'd be like Shonda Rhimes doing brain surgery because she's because she wrote Grey's Anatomy, Yeah. Chapey should have been the lead in all the musicals. She may be abrasive, but she's prepared. And she's the only one that actually knows what she's doing up there. But through it all, through all these movies, what's the one thing that Chapey has done? She's persevered because she's a motherfucking beast. So what Chapey does is she's like, I'm going to go back in time. I know how to fix all this. I'm going to kill the science teacher. And that will stop the liquids being there. And that will stop, it will eliminate all the timelines. And we can go back to just being regular high school students, which is what we all want, because Troy's fucking dead. But deeply fucked up high school students with the memories of all these people. Nah, they they'll probably lose them. Who's to say? Anyway, you me. Are You're telling the story. <laughs> She's going to go back. She goes back in time. Champagne's not a matter. She's like, you know what? There's a better way to do this. So what Champagne does, she goes even back slightly further in t- time. She inception styles ideas into the science teacher's head. Ascent using Breaking Bad as her reference point. And she convinces him that he has he's dying of cancer. Like Gabe appears to be right now. And basically he lives his life as Walter White. And then right when the time is right, Chopin calls the police and is like, that's guy, that guy's growing meth. And he goes to jail. Because I also let slide that you called Alexander Hamilton Hamilton Island earlier. What? No, I didn't. You fucking did. <laughs> Actually, that's amazing. As he as he's dragged off into the police car, a cataclysmic firework of colliding planets, which are actually alternate timelines, echo across the sky. First the sound, then the dazzling colour of multiple universes struggling and imploding into shimmering dust because her plan fucking worked. She eliminated the science teacher. She eliminated the time potion. Everything is being kind of pulled together. The worlds are shattering, colliding, and as they are, each of the characters, although Troy's body is dead so he's just like a corpse, are flung (laughs) out of the timelines and into a psychedelic tunnel, not unlike the the Voldemort thing that you said before, but this time it's like rainbow colours and as all their worlds start to disappear and they're all being thrown back into the one original timeline. Oh, no. They break into song. We're soaring. Sing it with me. You've come this far. You got this. No. 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 <laughs> you don't, you don't I feel like I ruined your life. No cast. <laughs> No way. No. Because they are breaking free, you guys. They're breaking free from their histories. They're breaking free from their predetermined no, no, not their histories. Someone else's fucking history that they've been impersonating. Stolen. Because up. even if the writing deserves to break free, they failed the big game. But guys, because even though it's not now or never, it's never. It's never. Guys, you don't understand. Or it's now. It can't be both. Even no. though, even no. though. The writing may be on the real wall. You don't have to We're stick to the status free. quo. You can change your future. No, no, you no, no, can no. break through. No, no, you can be correct. anything you want to be. Correct. The way they survived was by Sharpay going back and sticking to the status quo. No, she's sticking to the status quo. She went back to how things were before. Well, no. She... Fuck, that's a flaw. Anyway. <laughs> that's a flaw. It's the one. Uh, it's the only little hole. I don't want to dance anymore. As they fly through this, like, rainbow road-style tunnel, history is sort of melting together. All the different changes have affected and, and, and we see some of history's great wrongs being righted. Yep. We see Beyonce winning the Grammy for Lemonade, which she should have. We see Beyonce winning the album for I Am Sasha Fierce, which she should have. We see Beyonce in the future somehow winning the Grammy for... Her next album? Her next album, yeah, which she should have and should will the characters land in the front hallway of East Side High. One timeline, one reality. They look around at each other. They open the front doors of the high school. Their eyes grow wide. Black. The end. 
You're so welcome, everyone. <laughs> Kath. I know. I, do, I just, who let you on this podcast? <laughs> Where did you? I'm doing God's work, Gabe. Uh, I don't know how to feel. <laughs> uh, I, I, I feel something. I just don't yeah. know what it is. Like, Joy. I think, think, I think my uh, favorite part was when Elon Musk <laughs> and Al Gore were in Vanessa Hudgens' body and Al Gore used it to fuck George Bush Sr. <laughs> so that George W. wouldn't exist. Yeah, While well, Vanessa Hudgens occasionally comes out Whenever Alexander Hamilton is mentioned, <laughs> no, 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 Zac Hamilton Efron. Island, hundred <laughs> percent. Do I actually say yeah. that's amazing? I just, I don't know if it's brilliant or it's awful. Oh, it's I, awful. No, just to be clear, it's, but there are it's moments awful. in there that I, I can't. I, I don't know. I don't know what you've done to me, Kath. Mm. I don't know what I just went through. Mm. I don't. Mm. I, I, Tell me how the bad lady hurt you, Gabe. She. she she just was talking. Uh-huh. She told a great uh-huh. story. And then fucking Alexander Hamilton was, was Zac well, Efron for a little bit. Was, Isaac Newton killed himself, guys. It was unquestionably, if nothing else, it was different. Without hesitation, something new. Here's the thing. And I can't improve High School Musical, and I didn't try, just to be clear. But it's an alternate. You can't deny that. It's an alternate. <laughs> Yeah, that's a word I'd use. It's different. Yeah. Um, I've, I've no more words. Thank I, you. I feel like that's yeah, like. I, you're so welcome. I don't know what else to add. I need time to digest. Mm. I need time to be alone. Mm-hmm. I can't just want to Who would we cast? The casting we need is Al Gore, Elon Musk, Alexander no, 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 no. Hamilton, science teacher. They are themselves. Oh. And the science teacher was just Brian Cranston. Well, yes, the science teacher. I wanted like a reveal. I wanted him always like hidden and then the reveal is that he's Brian Cranston Cranston, and you're like, oh, I see where this is going. Um, But Alexander Hamilton could be Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yes. That's fine. Yep. Elon Musk and Al Gore as themselves. Yeah, fuck yeah. George Bush Sr. as George. No, sorry, George Bush Jr. as George Bush Sr. Oh, that's yep. a bit fun. Yeah. Yep. Thank I you. Reckon, uh, I reckon that's that's it for the episode. Why well, is this the first episode that I'm back for? <laughs> jet lagged again. It's just, is this, Tommy, you and I both have jet lag right now. Is this just some kind of jet lag? I've never been more proud delusion? of myself. Yeah, I but so. I'm on the plane still. Yeah, that's got to be it. I'm still in Dubai Airport. Yeah, we're dreaming. Lost mm. and wandering around the place. Um, take You're us out. So welcome. Kath. Uh, I've been Cap. I've been Handsome Tom. I've. I think I'm still Gabe. Uh, and if if you have been traumatized by this experience, <laughs> uh, you can get in touch we should with set us. up a helpline. Yeah, it's uh, at uh, Movie Maintenance at SansPantsRadio.com, or you can hassle us on Twitter at mmsandspants. I'm at Awkward Treed. I'm at Goldberg Moser. I'm at Kath. You're on your own here. This is your. I really no don't one's remember you here, Kath. Uh, You've burnt your bridges. Uh, 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 tag the others and they'll they'll let me know. Uh, I, I think you're at Kath Atkins five. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. I want to say. Okay, that's. And we're soaring. I'm flying. It's time for celebration. I finally figured out. Yeah, yeah. That our dreams have no limitations. That's what it's all about. Thanks for listening. If you want to help support the show, why not become a member at sanspantsplus.com and get early access to our shows, a bunch of exclusive content, and much, much more. That's sanspantsplus.com.